Hey guys, it's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. Hope you're having an awesome week. Today is the first guest I've ever had that actually wears bunny ears pretty frequently. Her name is Jill McKeever, and I absolutely love her. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, how's it going? Hope you're having um, an amazing day, an amazing week. My name is Corey, and if this is your first time hearing us, then thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me. We have a great guest today. Uh, as I said, hey, what's up? My name's Corey. I am a husband, a father of three crazy kids, and a plant-based athlete. And each week I get to talk to some of the most inspiring folks that I can find to help me stay motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and really get the most out of life as a busy parent. See, for me, finding time to work out, make healthy, quick meals for me and my family, all while trying to spend quality time together, it can be overwhelming, can't it? It's crazy. I think it's probably because we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to at least talk to these folks, that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration that you can try in your life to keep you and your family going strong. All right, today's guest. Oh boy, folks, Jill McKeever. You might know of her if you're an Instant Pot uh, fan like I am, but I discovered Jill shortly after I purchased my Instant Pot myself, and I was looking for some creative recipes. Uh, she's such a great Instant Pot chef, and she's got all this wonderful content on her YouTube channel called Simple Daily Recipes, so you've got to check that out. The thing I love about Jill is that she doesn't take this plant-based journey so seriously. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, look, it's very serious in the sense that it's important to our health and it can save your life. Uh, it can reverse diabetes. It can help with tons of different uh, you know, ailments and ailments, uh, illnesses going on. But she doesn't let negativity creep in. And that's what's really great. She keeps everything so positive. She knows why she's living this lifestyle. She can clearly articulate why it matters to her. And she has a great personality. What's not to love? So I know you're going to love this one. Oh, and be sure to grab her books on Amazon, uh, especially the OMG Good Instant Pot Recipe book. That's one of my favorites. And uh, that's it. Okay, so let's get on with the episode. I have uh, some special music prepared just for Jill. If you're one of her fans, you'll definitely know where it's from. So put your bunny ears on, folks. It's time for Jill McKeever. Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome to the show, Jill McKeever. Jill, thank you so much for joining us on this. Well, it's a spring break. It's a spring break night for you right now, right? That's right. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you. You know, I was I was doing some searching because I'm new to the Instant Pot, and I had no idea what I was doing, what I was getting into, and it turns out that there's this massive cult following of the Instant Pot on Facebook. There's like half a million people on the regular Instant Pot group, and then there's like another, I don't know, five, I don't know, 50, 60,000 people in the vegan Instant Pot group. And all of that really got me fascinated. So I said, okay, I'm going to do some Google searching 
And then I somehow came across you and your OMG Good Instant Pot Meals uh, cookbook. And I said, okay, this, this lady, I've got to check her out. And then it was one video. And of course, everybody probably knows the video that I'm talking about, but it's you with your iconic bunny ears going through the store, just dancing like a crazy person. And I was hooked. I was hooked. I was like, this is a podcast guest. So it's it's awesome to meet you. It's awesome to have you on the show. And uh, it's it's cool. It's really great. That That's how I discovered you and found you. Get out. I love it. I yep. love it. That took yep. so much courage to do. Oh, my gosh. But and the store I had, was open. <laughs> yeah, the store was open. It was a super target of all places. Oh. Yeah, so I don't think that place ever, like, chills out. But, Mm-mm. yeah, I, we, I had an opportunity I, I always dance in my videos, especially when there's that moment when something's going into the oven and we need to wait, you know, for it to bake. And so I just kind of started doing that a few years ago and and uh, thought, well, we'll just have a, a dance break <clears throat> while we're waiting for everything to come out of the oven. And um, and so it just kind of it just started from there. And then something happened on the channel or actually inside one of our Facebook groups. And I wanted to take the opportunity to say thank you and be a goofball and lighten the mood. And I thought, what better thing could I do than just um, dance in the grocery store? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> anything to get a laugh. It is. It's perfect. And uh, there's there's something about you, Jill, that is so wacky, but at the same time, incredibly authentic. And I think that's why... I love you, and it, oh. there's there there's a part of you that is so similar to Ellen DeGeneres to me. I mean, you've got that Ellen <laughs> quality where you're so extremely likable, and at the same time, you're 100% authentic in everything that you do, and that's that's what I just love about you. So this is really a Jill McKeever fan podcast. That's what this <laughs> is. <laughs> I've tricked you into coming on my show just so I can tell you how great you are. I no, love but. It. Um, you know, I, there's several videos of yours that I watched and the one that uh, of course was captivating to me as well was your plant-based journey. And so I know the video is like 45 minutes long and very thorough, but I'd love for you to just kind of share with some of our listeners, uh, your, your plant-based journey, because it was a wonderful video. Thank you. Thank you. I'll try to abbreviate it so we can talk about other things. Uh, so I basically just, you know, grew up like everybody else, you know, with the meat and two sides. And um, I also have a love for cooking. So like a lot of home cooks who, you know, before there was Food Network, we turned to PBS and we we, we learned how to cook from, you know, all the greats. And uh, uh, I just uh, I, I evolved my cooking from learning how to cook from home and do the meat in two sides to, uh, you know, restaurant cooking and trying to, trying to duplicate restaurant cooking and, uh, and then trying to be that, that super foodie and then moving into that clean food movement where, uh, you know, giving up the restaurants and giving up the fast food and then, and then moving into this, uh, you know, the raw milk and the grass fed organic beef. And, you know, I mean, I, I grew to a point where, I had evolved. We I had evolved into this point of um, where I actually knew the people that raised the food that we ate, and you know, so I was going there. I mean, it, it it was it was I was not just the person that was you know giving up fast food. 
I had already cleaned, you know, quote air quotes here, uh, cleaned up my act <laughs> and, uh, and in doing so, thinking that I'm being super healthy, that this is the ultimate uh, diet. Yeah, this is the way I'm supposed to eat. This is the way we were raised. This is our agrarian, you know, agrarian society. You know, this is it. I'm going back to my roots. Um, I started gaining weight. I started developing anxiety attacks, migraines. My husband was putting on weight. He couldn't run far enough to shake off 10 pounds. Could I mean, this man loves to run. He would run eight and 10 miles every other day and he couldn't lose a pound. He was like so, so frustrated. And so, uh, and, and I, and I, I was not exercising. I was just cooking and I have a YouTube channel at the time. I had a thriving blog, 2007. I've been online since 2007. So I'm doing all this home cooking from scratch, clean eating, you know, all this kind of stuff. Anyways, I'm gaining weight like a crazy person. And, um, and I just, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know that it was a problem. I didn't know that it was the food. I really thought it was my age. I really thought because I had just hit 40, that this was just part of going over the hill because, you know, all my friends and family who are 10, 15 years older than me, they were, you know, they were fat, they were tired, they were hopped up on medica you know, medication, heart pills, you know, thyroid stuff, you know, all this stuff going on. So to me, it was just like, this is the natural progression of life, you know, to start falling apart, start gaining weight, start feeling bad. This is it. You know, my youth is over. And so, uh, but so one day I'm, I'm, I love food documentaries. And so one day I sat down and there was this new food documentary on Netflix, instant watch forks over knives. I was like, Oh yay!" sat down and, and, uh, that, that movie just rocked my world. I was forever changed to find out that I could take control of my health and my future by giving up meat and dairy, that those two things right there were not essential to my health. I was like, I'm all in. Let's do it. And uh, I, 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 when Charlie, my husband, Charlie, came home from work, I said, uh, I got I got something I want you to watch. And I, I know that there's going to be a part of it. I think that will hit home for you. And he was like, okay, you know, he's open-minded. I'm blessed to have an open-minded husband. And so he sat down and he watched it. And sure enough, you know, the part of the movie that he liked most was that, uh, the part where the, uh, the doctor who ate everything right. And yet he still had heart disease. And so he goes to Caldwell and, or he, you know, he goes to Esselstyn and Esselstyn sets him straight and he's the one that gets the, you know, the heart picture and all that. So that one, that was, that's what Charlie needed to see. And so, um, so we dropped, we just went after it. We just said, okay, we're going to go plant-based, but we, our personalities are not personalities where we can just go cold Turkey and turn it off. We, we said, we got to take this like one step at a time and, and, uh, we can't rip the bandaid off. So we're just gonna, we're just going to change, you know, gradually. So that's what we did. So we, we watched Force Over Knives, August, 2011. And, um, and then by Thanksgiving, 2011, we had pretty much gotten rid of all of that grass fed organic, you know, everything. And, we had we had switched our meals plan. So we we were already folks that like to eat farmers plates and veggie plates, you know, one or two times a week. 
So I flipped it and I said, okay, we'll have veggie plate every night, a week, every night of the week. And we'll just have like one meat dish one time a week. And, and then we just did that. And so that's how it worked out that it took us a few months to get rid of all that grass fed stuff, but, but we got rid of it all. We had some parties that helps a lot. And, <laughs> and there we were, we were like, okay, we're done. And we were ready. We were ready because we had like three months to, adjust to just eating all of our favorite vegetables, eating all, you know, we, we were not vegetable haters. So it was easy to just eat more of our favorite things. And so, uh, by that time we were ready, we were, we were ready to go. And we just, we ate the last roast chicken, you know, Thanksgiving, 2011. And it was like, we were good from there. And so December rolls in and I'm a homeschool mom. And so, uh, you know, December we take off. It's like, I want the whole month off, please. And so, so I decide I'm just going to hunker down and I am just going to read all the plant-based information that I possibly can. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit and read and cook. And uh, I did that. And Charlie continued on his running, uh, his running regimen. And, and he lost 10 pounds like that. I mean, he... That man was so tickled that in the, just that first month, he lost 10 pounds. He was just like, I can't believe we haven't done this sooner. This is amazing. Oh, and That's so great, isn't it? Isn't that a it, wonderful feeling? It is an amazing feeling. <laughs> and I, I did the same thing. I didn't lose quite as much because I don't exercise like he does. But, uh, you know, I started losing weight. And then, and then uh, we just continued on this journey. We continued to lose weight. But what was really awesome that we both felt about the transition was that we weren't tired anymore. Like, I didn't need to take a nap in the afternoon. I mean, that was incredible. You know, it's like I could withstand the whole day and not be tired. And so it took, a, would say about eight months of eating plant-based. I noticed that my anxiety uh, attacks had gone away. My migraines had gone away. Uh, by the eighth month, I had lost 30 pounds Charlie had lost 24 and we just kind of like leveled out. We lost that much weight and then we were right where we needed to be. Like we just, it, you know, you know, this feeling you, you, when you, you, you hit that plateau and it's like, okay, that's it. You know, this is my healthy weight and this is, you know, this is good and I don't need to lose anymore. And uh, it was awesome how fast the transition was, but the, the energy, oh my gosh, the energy, I would not trade this. My husband's the same way. He would not trade this energy, the the endurance for anything in the world. You cannot get my husband for any amount of money in the world to, to go back to the way we were eating. No way. Yeah. It's just well, too incredible. I, and I love that you talked about phase, you know, phases and steps. That's that's kind of what I talk about. And I'm I'm working on my first book, which uh, talks about the phases. You know, there's and I, I've kind of got three phases that I put together. And the first actually includes some of those fake meats and it's only because i feel like if you're a busy parent that's stopping through the mcdonald's drive through window because you don't think you have enough time for uh making a healthy meal at home then you know it's a big it's a big thing to say okay give up all meat give up all cheese and give up all oils right away you know, it's just too too much of a culture shock to them when they're, when they're used to it. And that might be what their parents did for them. So it's really not their fault. And it's so convenient, right? You just, the window diet, as Rich Roll calls it, you just get the, get the food right through the window. Someone hands you food through a window. Um, but 
did you have some of that? Did you have some of the fake meats at the beginning that kind of helped you transition? Um, Because I know you said it was gradual for you, but did you include like the Gardenes of the world and the Beyond Meats? I don't even know if they were around in 2011. No, I did not. And the reason for that was because of where we lived. We we lived um, in deep East Texas, and we, I was about an hour and a half from the closest foodie mart. And so, uh, so my local grocery store was not hip to any vegan products whatsoever. We had a little soy, you know, silk, uh, almond milk. <laughs> that was about it. It was maybe one or two cartons, you know. No. So, which sounds like um, you know, like a bummer, but actually it was really, uh, it's really a good thing. It, it's not a bad thing if you live somewhere that doesn't have vegan products. But, uh, so, so yeah, I really just had to depend on the produce section and just watch our, uh, the processed foods that I was still purchasing, like milk and, you know, chips and stuff like that. But, uh, so no, I, I didn't. I didn't go into those right away. I, I also, at the time, my kids were young, so I had uh, Max was eleven and Maggie was eight years old. And Maggie's my super picky eater, so I really couldn't, um, you know, get too adventurous on her. Mag Max, he'll try everything, you know, everything once, so he's pretty cool. Uh, but thankful, I've been blessed to have kids that love their vegetables. So you know, again, my family. We're not opposed to eating vegetables. So for me, it was really more about just thinking on what meals do we eat right now that, you know, at the time, what do we eat right now that's pretty much veg based already? You know, just what is that? And so uh, even the things that might have had cheese on it, I was like, okay, you know, what, what what can we still eat? So for us, it was like, well, beans and rice are still you know, still in the meal plan. We do that. You know, that was, that was every Monday night. Uh, you know, we have, we have what's called a farmer's plate, which that's like mashed potatoes, black eyed peas, green beans, you know, maybe it's like, uh, you know, spinach, you know, cooked with a little vinegar or something like that. Green peas, corn on the cob, you know, okra. I mean, all those, all those things just all piled up on, not all at the same time, but, you know, some variation of those with the potatoes being the main attraction. So, you know, farmer's plate, several times a week. Uh, we loved, uh, you know, stir fried rice. We loved, uh, you know, we loved chicken lo mein. I just had to figure out something else to do besides chicken, you know, so lots of, uh, spaghetti night, you know, that was easy. Spaghetti night was easy. So really what I had, my challenges were just figuring out how to replace things like how do I replace margarine and what do I do instead of cheese and, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And I had to work through that, but, but, I, I didn't, like you were just mentioning, I, I didn't like just go, we didn't go cold turkey. So like the the issue of cheese, that was the last battle. That was the last battle for me. I just chose to think about what we love to eat and what we could stand to eat all the time, which was really easy. That turned out to be much easier than I thought it was going to be because when I fed my family what they love to eat, they didn't get tired of it. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. And I learned in the beginning not to throw too many new vegan or plant-based recipes on them. It was like, don't do that. Don't burn them out. Cause they would get stressed that I was throwing too much new on them. So I would have to like, uh, so I'd have to come back around to all their favorite comfort meals. 
and say, okay, well, let's just go back to, you know, our favorite beans and rice. Let's have, you know, let's have, uh, you know, let's have farmer's plate night and just, you know, stick to the mashed potatoes, <laughs> you know, and do lots of mashed potatoes, lots of baked fries and that kind of thing. So that's, and, and then uh, cooking with oil was like one of those battles that I kind of waited till the end, you know, to, to cross, not really a battle, but a bridge more or less that, that I had to cross over. Uh, and of course the kids didn't care about that part. That was more of the benefit for my husband and I to just, uh, you know, have that, that, um, to, to eliminate that extra fat and those extra calories, which was a great help was, a, you know, for us when, when I finally dropped oil out of our diet. Um, but you know, that was, uh, I lost seven pounds just doing that one thing, just stopping, you know, leaving the processed oils out of baking, uh, not putting it, the, you know, starting every pan with a little dollop of healthy olive oil, you know, and all that, just stopping those little things, you know, it made a big difference. So, uh, so they, uh, that's how we get started. Why do you think that the world has equated olive oil with heart health? I, I kid you not. I saw a sign the other day as I was walking down uh, a, a downtown shop area here in, in Winter Garden where I'm from. And it said olive oil. No, it said fact, olive oil. And then it said helps your heart, helps your skin, helps your, I don't know, something else. I'm just blown away. Is it just the the education? I, I don't understand how we could possibly think that, uh, you know, the most concentrated, extracted part of an actual olive it is healthy. Where, where did we go wrong? Where did that happen, Jill? Well, you know, I think that um, marketing is is a powerful tool, and you know, we have a tendency to, you know, when we've heard something ten times, we start to believe that it's true, and that that information, uh, you know, whether it's true or not, a lot of us, I'll say for myself, you know, I don't if it's not in an area that I'm an expert in myself, I, I really do put a lot of trust in the source who's providing that information to me. So yeah, if, if, um, if the olive oil council is, you know, or the olive council is telling me that olive oil is, is healthy, then I, you know, I, I, you know, I hate to admit, I'm kind of like, Oh, oh, that's great. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's must be true because, you know, it's on TV and it's in my magazines and, uh, you know, and it's all over Food Network and everybody's eating it. And look how happy we all are. So it must be a good thing. So um, but it's, you know, it's information that's fed to us and we have to decide whether we're going to, you know, we're actually going to find out for ourselves if it's healthy or not. But I figure, you know, if we're reading it in a magazine between the articles that, the you know, something is healthy, yeah, probably marketing and not really that, you know, not really that you know, factual. So yep. well, it's easy to get led astray. It's true. And I saw that you are a graduate from the Plant-Based Nutrition Certificate Program of T. Colin yes. Campbell's formal guest, yes. uh, former guest on the show. Um Tell me about that experience. How was that? And did it, did it elevate your knowledge to another level? <laughs> I'm glad Dr. Campbell's not standing in the room. Um, I've met him. He's an awesome man. Um, I would have to say that I, I totally enjoyed it. I took that certificate back in 2013 or earned that certificate back in 2013. And uh, it was very good. There were a lot of lectures uh, in, in that uh, course that 
I, you know, a lot of information that I had not heard. Uh, but but there was also a lot of information that I had already read. And so there, I'll, I'll admit there's just a tiny bit uh, of like, oh, OK, well, I already read this in the China study. Oh, I already read this when I read prevent and reverse heart disease. Yeah. Oh, I already read this when I read Dr. Bernard. Oh, you know, so there was there was a little bit. So so I'm very proud to, to have the certificate and I, I, I proudly I have it on the wall and I'm proud of it. And, and I, I don't hesitate to let people know that I have the certificate. But if there's anybody out there who just thinks, you know, are you know, teetering as to whether, you know, they need it to move forward in life and live a plant based life. No, you do not. You do not have to have it. Read the China study. Read the new edition of the China study. There you go. Bring yourself up to date. Bring uh, read uh, Esselstyn's Prevent and Reverse Heart, Didi- Heart Disease and you'll be you'll be there. You could read uh, Brandon Frazier's Thrive. Uh, uh, you could read, um, gosh, I have a whole bunch. You could read any of Dr. Bernard's books, uh, you know, uh, reversing diabetes, uh, any of Dr. Furman's books, and you will have your head full of knowledge to go and change the world without a certificate. It's so. true. Our, our buddy Rip Esselstyn's book, he's got a new one that just yes. came out. The, yeah. He's got Plant Strong, and then he's got the Seven Day Rescue Diet, I think, that just came out. But, yeah, I don't have that one yet. I have my beef with meat and I have engine two and I love those books. I hand those uh, when I meet a woman who says I've got a carnivore husband. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to change him. I'm like, well, OK, well, first you got to set aside the fact that you're going to change him and just turn him on to all these, you know, great meals. And I love to hand over uh, Rip Esselstyn's books, the Esselstyn family, they have great taste in recipes. And uh, cause I, I, I love the ones that come out of uh, prevent and reverse heart disease as well. Those, you know, Ann Esselstyn is an excellent cook. Jane is an excellent cook. And so, uh, you know, any of those, I think that those are man friendly meals and i'm not trying to sound sexist but is that's you know really they're just they're man friendly and uh they're satisfying and they keep you full for a long time and yeah. so yeah they're well, great. you get this you know stereotypical meat and potatoes guy and I, I even know guys that say i'm a meat and potatoes guy i had one woman tell me that her husband eats he has to have meat and potatoes with gravy every dinner i, I don't i don't know what that is i I don't know how that makes you a man. That sounds like, that sounds like a spoiled man is what it sounds like. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if that were a child, I have to feed my child, you know, meat and potatoes and gravy every night. No, you don't. You absolutely don't. No, you don't. Well, that we is were, just a spoiled child. We were actually talking about her daughter. She has a 13-year-old daughter who refuses to eat anything um, other than, you know, what, four or five foods. And uh, I, I asked her as a parent, I said, you know how are you eating? And she, she told me that she uh, eats Cheerios for a couple days if she needs to lose weight. And it just kind of goes off. So nothing but Cheerios. And then she also told me that, um, you know, she was gonna, she was gonna try to, to eat better. Um, but I, I, I don't think she knew what that meant, you know, so I was trying to help her with that. And, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny, because everybody's definition of healthy is different, right? But I think we can all agree that eating more fruits and vegetables is a good thing. And that's kind of where I always start with people. It's at a very basic level, just eat more fruits and veggies because right now 75% of your plate is meat. And even the China study, I mean, 5% or less, and you're not dealing with the major, major issues here. 
that are uh, the inflammatory properties in your body. So it, it was interesting. And I'm so glad that you talked about forks over knives because we had that same kind of epiphany when we when we were watching it. Um, let me ask you this, though. You know, the, the animal rights side of it. I mean, there's, there's multiple reasons people go plant-based. It could be for health reasons, uh, you know, for the planet or for the animals. Did, did any of the, the animal stuff or the planet impact, uh, have a, have an impact on you when you were deciding to, to change to this lifestyle? Or was that just kind of an added benefit for you? You're like, Hey, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. I was selfish and I was all in it for me. I was good. (laughs) It was all about my health uh, for, because I was already in that zone of just trying to eat cleaner, you know, so going, going from, like I said, you know, going from raw milk and organic beef and knowing, you know, our our organic meats and pasture raised everything, uh, you know, going from that level of clean to the next level of just like just my fruits and vegetables, nuts and grains, you know, it's like, okay, that's the next level of healthy. Um, that, that was my motivation. Um, and you know, just like I mentioned, all of our friends and family that were 10 and 15 years older than us were fat, sick and medicated. And I saw that and I was like, that's my future. I don't want that future. I want a different future. And so my motivation in going plant-based was to change my future. And uh, that's, that's what I wanted. And, you know, we had a, we had a dear neighbor who um, uh, around Christmas time was uh, experiencing chest pains. And before, you know, he, his wife was like, you, you know, you need to go to the doctor and, you know, get, get an appointment and go check him out. And he, he's like, he set the appointment and he never made it. Oh no. Yeah. And it was like, you know, that was a nice, uh, a nice wake up call. You know, that was going right along with forks over knives. It was going right along with everything that I was, you know, that we were, or that I was reading that, you know, you, it's not too late to change your diet. And, uh, and, and we really, we just don't know, you know, uh, what can happen. And, and, and just like, you know, Esselstyn says, you know, you're, you can have a heart attack and you may not survive it, you know? So I don't want that. I don't want any of that. So that is the fire under my feet that I do not want any part of that. And that's my motivation. The environment, I do care about our planet and I do care about the, um, the animals, uh, but but honestly, it's not the fire under my feet. Yep, it's not what moves me. But and that's okay. But I, it, that's okay. Yeah, and it's totally okay. And I and I and I'm fine. You know what I what I think is important when we're talking to our friends and our family, we're talking to people who, um, you know, they're not, uh, they're kicking the tires about eating plant based, but they're just not really sure. You know, I, I recognized years ago that you know people are going to come to this from a different perspective. And if you can find out what, where they are, you know, maybe what appeals to them more, it may not be their health. Uh, you know, I talked with a teenage boy who, uh, he, he came to me and he wanted to know more about, you know, uh, going vegan because he had learned about how they handled pigs in the farms, you know, in the factory farms. And he was like, I don't want to eat now that I know, you know, what they go through, I don't want to be a part of that, you know, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And so he, he was, and then later, uh, he learned about cows, dairy cows and, you know, beef cattle and stuff like that. And he's like, I don't want any part of that either. 
And so, you know, he just, he kept coming back and he, you know, he'd call me or he'd come over and he's like, okay, you know, how do I get around this? And you know, he's like, he's, he was wanting me to teach him how to cook. And, uh, because his parents were not on board. I mean, they were supportive, but they were not going to, they weren't wanting, they didn't have the same reason to change. And so, but he did. So it was, it was really awesome to be able to, uh, you know, talk to him and, and answer his questions and, and recognize that, you know, we're, we're, we're all coming from a different place and that's cool. Well, one of the most important things I want to talk about is, uh, before we talk about your amazing website and your YouTube channel and your book, um, <laughs> I, I, I want to know about the impact that it's had on your children as a parent making this decision. I mean, do they, we, we have to lead by example. I mean, that's my whole blog is about that, you know, and it's like, um, have you seen the change happen in them? Have they, do they realize what you're doing for them and what you've done for your family by doing this? Yes. Yes. Not as awesomely as, as you have seen it, but no, I mean, you know, the, to me, I'm mom, you know, so, uh, you know, our kids are never going to see us as the rock stars that we really are. You know, <laughs> you'll see that, especially when they become teenagers. They're like, yeah, mom, you're awesome. We get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, you know, in the beginning, they were just, um, you know, they were hesitant, like they didn't want to give up bacon, you know, like everybody does, you know, I didn't want to give up bacon. I wish, you know, bacon was healthy, but it's not. So we can't have it. All right, move on. <laughs> um, you know, get over it. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Uh, you know, they, they're, so there, there were natu naturally, there were things that they were not groovy about. But what has happened over time is uh, they have and, and not, this is not in a negative way, but they have seen their friends and they, they see kids their age and they, they see the weight problems and they see the acne and they're like, we don't have that. You know, we don't have that. And, um, and they're glad, they're glad that they, they are eating healthy and they are motivated to eat to eat plant, to continue eating plant-based. So that, that's a question that I get asked a lot is, you know, do you think your, your kids will, you know, live plant-based once they leave the house and they go out on their own? Yes, they will. Uh, and they've learned that lesson on their own. It won't be something because, you know, I'm making them, uh, you know, so, uh, they have both had situations where we've been out, we've been traveling and uh, we've been at Chipotle and, you know, Maggie says, can I have a cheese quesadilla? And I'm like, if you think that's what you want to have, go for it. You know, I'll get you one. And so she eats that, you know, she did this twice. And the second time she did it, she's like, I'm done. But she would eat. So I'd get her the little quesadilla and she she would start in on it. And she was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, she missed cheese. I understand. And then she'd get like to the second triangle of the quesadilla and she's like, mm, this is really greasy. And then she's like, oh, I feel kind of, ew. she's like, I feel like I have oil on my face. And she's like, Ugh. and then she tried to get to the third triangle and she was like, um, my stomach hurts. She's like, okay, I feel like, okay, I think I need to go throw up. Oh, and, I was, no. and, and she's like, oh my gosh. And then, and then the whole rest of the day, she's like, Okay, I never want to eat that again. Don't ever let me eat that again. And so she learned her lesson. She's like, okay, cheese is not my friend anymore. I don't know what, you know, she's like, and she recognized it was a memory. It was like this cheese was like this wonderful memory in her mind. But when she started in on that quesadilla, she's like, okay, I'm done. I'm, you know, forget it. And Max had the same, you know, he had the same uh, similar story with, 
he and his father were out and running around and they were in a situation where they're where they stopped just th there weren't very many options and he's a big breakfast taco person and he got himself a little scrambled egg burrito with sausage or bacon or something in it and he said he, when he got started into it he was like oh this is so good i miss this this is awesome and then when he finished it it wasn't very big and you know he finished it he was like 15 minutes later he was like oh no oh this is not oh this isn't good you know, he's like, he felt like he said, I felt like I had a rock in my stomach and he felt so bad and his energy just plummeted and he felt terrible the whole rest of the day. He's like, I, he's like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, I really want to throw up because I want this feeling to stop. And I'm like, there you go. You know, I was like, well, and I didn't like need, you know, Charlie and I were like, Hey, that was your decision. You know, you, you made it and you made it and, uh, you know, Hey, now, you know, and, and Max was like, once he got over the, the hangover of that burrito, he was like, you know what? He said, I didn't realize how good I felt, you know, until I ate something that we used to eat. And he's yeah. like, man, he's like, wow. You know, he's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm good. Amazing. Like, I'm fixed. You know, Amazing. so it's like, all right, I'm good. You know, those moments are like, all right, I don't have to worry about it. Yes. Just carry on. That's when you're silently <laughs> like, yes, you know, yes! as a parent. Yes. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> It takes a lot of power to go, you know, to not say, I told you so, yes, you know, yes, because, yes. you know, that does no good. <laughs> of that course. That does no good whatsoever. Of course. Well, <laughs> let's talk about you. I want to hear, um, tell us about the website, simpledailyrecipes.com. And I love that it, the word plant-based or vegan, it's not even in there. It's just, they're just recipes and they're good and they're simple. Well, yes. And that, well, the reason for that is because I've been online as a blogger since 2007. So I didn't go plant-based till 2011. So I have, you know, there's, there's some years there that I am just, I mean, that you won't find them now. I mean, you might find a recipe on there that has some butter or something, you know, but cause I, I haven't, you know, I haven't gone in and changed it yet, of but, course, of course. but, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But there's thousands of recipes on that blog uh, from, you know, all these years of posting on there. And um, most of it, you know, I've always loved my veggies. So most of it is all just about ways to cook your vegetables and, and you know, and are cooking from scratch. Because I, I can as well. I can can and I can pressure cook. I pressure cook for years. And so there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of information there. So when I when we went plant-based, I really had to make that decision um you know, okay, am I going to go and get a whole new website? Be or am I going to stay right here at Simple Daily Recipes? Because that's what I was about, Simple Everyday Recipes. Um, I wanted to provide recipes that we could cook any day of the week. Uh, you know, And it didn't matter how much, you know, if you just had 30 minutes or you had an hour to cook, you were going to be able to find something on my, on my blog, you know, to, to whip up. Cause that's kind of the way I roll. And uh, I don't think about supper until it's like four o'clock. Oh I know. no, what should we eat? I know. And so it's like, it's always like, you know, the last five yard lines, what do we have and what can I cook? What can I stir fry? You know, that kind of thing. So uh, it's just an extension of my own craziness. And um, so when I, but so going plant-based, it was just like, what do I do? Do I, do I go and start over? Do I go get a whole other community? And then I was like, wait a minute, you know, why do I want to, I don't want to talk to the choir. I don't want to start a vegan website or a plant-based website. I mean, there's no good in talking to the choir. You got to talk to the congregation. So I was like, well, I'm just going to change 
right in front of my community. And I had a thriving community. I had, you know, like 170,000 visitors to my site on a regular basis. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to lose a little, you know, but maybe some will stay. So we'll see what happens. And, and yeah, I lost some, you know, I lost some folks, but I kept a lot of them. A lot of people stayed around because I was still just talking about vegetables and we all love our vegetables. I mean, you know, just earlier you were mentioning, you know, even the biggest meat and potatoes man, well, half of his plate is vegetables. So, you know, if I can talk a meat and potatoes man uh, into uh, exploring different ways to eat that potato, you know, a bigger potato and a little less meat on the plate, then, you know, it's a step. It it's is. a step. It is. So. Um, Wonderful. And yeah. your YouTube channel is what I want everybody to check out. I mean, over 24,000 yes. subscribers, this thing, that that's your bread and butter right there. Your bread and, yeah. and uh, plant-based butter. <laughs> it is so much fun it is so much fun yeah i didn't get on youtube till 2010 and uh and yeah if you if you go back to like my early videos like that first year you will see me you know 141 pounds you know and just sad <laughs> but you'll you know you, you can see my transition over the years that's something that's just always been out there i did not take down those videos i just said well i gotta keep them up gotta have that before and after but i love being on youtube that is my favorite favorite place i love it yeah i'm just i'm actually just a couple of hundred subscribers away from hitting twenty five thousand. so i am so excited huge well uh, hopefully hopefully we can help with that i hope we can just that'd be awesome (laughs) yeah i love i love cooking uh and i love the live shows i love that we can broadcast live now and so every saturday morning at 10 a.m central time i get on there and we explore some recipe that has come across you know somebody will say have you tried this yet i'm like no but let's figure it out together you know i'll ruin my groceries so you don't have to and uh and i will go through and we'll just uh, plow through some recipe and find out if it's really worthy or not. And uh, I'll bring my kids into it. You know, my kids now are 17 and 13. And so they'll come down and hubby will get involved if he's not out running. And uh, they just come down and try the recipe. And we we will really put stuff to the test. We really find out if, you know, if it really is, you know, worth all the hype. Yeah, so Maggie's pretty fun. hilarious in the background of some of those videos, I must say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she takes after her mom. Oh, my goodness. Well, good. And you said you go live every, is it every day at 10, you said? No, every Saturday. Oh, I was going to say, holy cow, Jill, that's incredible. Every Oh, day. yeah. All right, every Saturday <laughs> yeah. at 10. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a live show, a live cooking show every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time. And then we also have, um, uh, I also have, I've earned, um, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I've earned a certificate in coaching as well. So now I can, now I am a plant-based personal coach. And on Tuesday nights on Facebook, we have a private group called Jill McKeever Plant-Based Lifestyle Support. And there we're, oh my gosh, I don't know how many people we're up to now, like almost 4,000 members there that are coming in through YouTube and through Facebook. And what we're doing there uh, is beautiful. Oh my gosh, it is so awesome. Uh, We're getting everyone. We're getting everyone coming in. Uh, my favorite folks are the ones that are just kicking the tires. They they don't really know about you know plant based. They've just kind of heard a little bit. They've been watching me, and they just kind of want to ask some questions. And you know YouTube is can be um, 
is not the most private place to like post a comment. You never know who's going to come along and answer. So, so we have this private Facebook group where people have a safe place to ask their questions. And the members of my community there understand the value of compassion to those who don't understand and who are just curious. So I have the most loving plant-based community in this group, anybody can come in and ask their questions and they will not be judged. They will not be told that they can't belong because they don't eat, you know, our way. None of that happens. It is just like, this is my situation. You know, people come in and they're like, I want to be plant-based, but my husband's not on board yet. What do I do? How do I get started? And man, the, the comments will just come in. I mean, people are just, just, they're just loved right away. And then the whole community just jumps in. They'll give their two cents. And so we, we get together every Tuesday night uh, and I'll broadcast live inside the group. And we'll talk about, you know, our successes for the week, challenges that we might be, you know, might be going through. And then I we mix that up. So we're not looking at my face all the time. We have members come on and they'll broadcast live inside the group and they'll tell their story. And man, things will, you know, things really happen. There it is so powerful to hear you know, other people's journeys and where they are. And, and our members, you know, I tell them all the time, you know, I, I don't, I don't need you to be somebody who's like lost a hundred pounds and now you're on your fourth marathon. No, if you're like in the middle and you've just gotten started or, you know, you might even have been, a, you're in a point where you've hit a wall, you know, even just sharing those moments are powerful to those who are struggling or they don't know if they can do it. But, you know, just letting letting everyone know that there's success and there's challenges, but we're here. We're here to support them. And so it's just it's just awesome. So we they get on and it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. You got to you got to come over and say hello. I would love to. I totally will. I want to check out a live cooking show. So I'm going to go see you on a on a live Saturday there. Oh, yeah. And you should definitely join us. You know, you should come on on a Tuesday night and you could give your story and you could just feel all the love. They would just just drown you. Uh, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I'll reach out to you. I don't want to hijack. I'm a hijack in your group there. Are you kidding? Uh, it's a everybody group. I mean, my name's at the top of the board, but it, it's everybody that's there. I mean, if it weren't for the members, you know, it just wouldn't be near as much fun. I love it. Well, everybody, make sure you check out Joe McKeever at SimpleDailyRecipes.com. And then, Joe, where are you on social? Oh, I'm, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. Those are my favorite places. Uh, YouTube, I'm always there. I always look to my YouTube comments first, YouTube messages. You can, uh, if you want to talk to me privately, you can just, you know, email me, jill at simpledailyrecipes.com. If you have coaching questions or if you're looking for a personal coach, I'm open to that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the Facebook group, Jill McKeever, plant-based lifestyle support. If you want to ask any private questions of the community, you can join us there. And um, that's it. Those are my favorite places. Love it. Well, YouTube, Facebook. Jill, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. There you can find the information for our Facebook page, our Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We've even got a YouTube channel. So I really would love for you to come over there. We've got a three-part grocery shopping series that's completely free. It uh, takes you through the grocery store on a shopping trip with yours truly. And uh, I give you some uh, wonderful brands that I love 
to buy that are safe and uh, believe in you know being earth friendly so check those out leangreendad.com and uh, until next time this is me saying keep going that extra mile for your family see you next week